Welcome to the Wrap Yourself in Joy podcast. I'm Karen Dwyer, speaker, teacher, and author of four books on joy. If you are searching for more joy in your life, join me for about 15 minutes every week. It could change your life. We will explore how to find true joy, how to awaken joy, how to defeat joy busters, and how to create a joy-filled prayer life. This joy series of podcasts is based on my new book, Wrap Yourself in Joy, with an imprimatur and has a built-in study guide. Why not invite a friend or small group to join you in listening? Then meet every week to go through a chapter. Together, you will grow in joy. The podcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Please subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. Additional links to my books and free bookmarks are available at wrapyourselfinjoy.com. Welcome back to Wrap Yourself in Joy. I'm Karen Dwyer, and this is podcast number three in our joy series. Today, we are awakening joy. If you go to any dictionary, you will find that to awaken means to become more aware of. So today, we're seeking to become more aware of joy, true and lasting joy. So how are you doing since our last podcast time together? Are you experiencing more joy? Have you been praying with the five-minute more joy prayer guide from our last podcast? We talked about how just Five minutes of taking time to be with your Heavenly Father and asking for more joy is the place to start. In fact, behavioral psychologists tell us it takes about 21 days to form a new habit and 66 days before it becomes an automatic pattern. So why not start with five minutes of prayer today? It's a lifetime investment. From my perspective, it's the best thing you can do, especially in these challenging times. Today, we will explore how to wake in joy. When you hear people say, the joy of the Lord is my strength, did you know they're quoting Nehemiah 8.10 from the Old Testament? The truth is, we serve a very joy-filled God who wants to share it with us. Have you ever heard of the old or new to tell the truth game show? It was one of the first game shows back in the 60s, and they had a remake of it just a few years ago where three people told lies on some achievement and only one told the truth, and the panelists had to guess who was telling the truth. Sometimes I think we believe lies, maybe from more than one person, maybe from the things around us, and they're about heaven, and they're about joy. One of them might be God is a grump, and if we follow him, we're destined for more grumpiness too, or just a life lacking joy and fun. That is not the truth. So let's look to the Bible to tell us the truth about joy and God. In Genesis 1, we read, God paused after each day of creation, and God saw that it was good. But after he created humans in his image, he paused and enjoyed the entire creation, and he said it was very good. Now, these lines certainly express his pleasure in creation. It's also amazing to read Psalm 65, 13 that God made all of creation to sing for joy. Did you know that? It's an amazing scripture, and there's more like them, but I'm just going to read this one. The pastures and the hills gird themselves with joy. The valleys deck themselves with grain. They shout and sing for joy. In Psalm 147, 10 through 11, we read, The Lord takes delight and pleasure in those who fear Him or worship Him and in those who hope in his steadfast love. Did you ever think about that? The Lord takes delight in you. In Zephaniah 3.17, we read something so wonderful. 
The Lord your God is in your midst. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will renew you in His love. He will exult over you with loud singing as on a day of festival. So we see a joy-filled God singing over each of us as in the Old Testament time when men would have celebrations with singing and dancing and joyful festivities to celebrate their grain harvest and the end of their very hard work. Wow! Have you ever asked the Lord what song He's singing over you? Did you know He is singing over you? In his retreats, Father John Horn often invites his retreatants to do just that. He says, Ask Jesus in a holy moment, such as during adoration or after Mass or other prayer time, what he's singing over you. You might be surprised at the wonderful song that comes to mind. When it does, thank God that he is joyously singing over you and join him in this song. You know, I did just that after a retreat with Father John Horn, who encouraged us to ask God what song he was singing over us. I said, Lord, Jesus, Lord, God. What are you singing over me? Now, Father John says that a song would pop into your head, and that's exactly what happened. The words from this song that I hadn't heard for years came, and it was this, Shine, Jesus, shine. Fill the land with the Father's glory. Blaze, Spirit, blaze. Set our hearts on fire. Flow, river, flow. Flood the nations with your grace and mercy. Send forth your word, Lord, and let there be light. It greatly encouraged me because I knew the Lord was leading me to more deeply let His life shine through me. And what a great confirmation. And that song still comes to mind, even though I hadn't thought about it for years before this time. One more thing we want to think about is that God celebrates. One of the most profound examples of God celebrating is in the story of the prodigal son told by Jesus in Luke 15. And this is what it says. When the prodigal came to his senses after leaving and squandering his father's inheritance, he said, How many of my father's hired men have bread enough to spare? And here I am dying of hunger. I will get up, I will go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me like one of the hired hands. So he set off and went to his father. But while he was still far off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion. He ran and put his arms around him and kissed him. Then the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servant, Quickly, bring out a robe, the best one, and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet, and get the fatted calf, and let us eat and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they begin to celebrate. So God is explaining to us that he is a celebrating God. That's one of the things he was telling us in this beautiful story. And he loves it when we come home to him after we've been away. Do you feel like you've been away from God for a while or for many years? Or that maybe you failed? But he says to you, come home. Maybe you feel like you're ashamed of where you've been. He will not say that to you. He is awaiting your return with open arms. He loves you. And when you turn from your worthless or sinful pursuits and come back to him, 
He will open his arms of love. He will receive you and he will celebrate. And even if you don't know exactly what to say or do, just do what Jesus said, what God said. Come home and say, Lord God, I am sorry I've been away from you. I want to come home. And that's what Jesus told us. Don't be condemned. Don't stay away. Don't be ashamed. Just turn and come home. That's what the word repent means. It means to change directions. Come home to God. Jesus died for your sins, so just ask him and receive his forgiveness and come back to God. God likes to celebrate you more than we ever imagined. You know, the Catechism of the Catholic Church in number 301 talks about the love and joy from God. This is what it says. With creation, God does not abandon his creatures to themselves. He not only gives them being and existence, but also and at every moment upholds and sustains them in being, enables them to act, and brings them to their final end. With respect to the Creator, this is the source of wisdom and freedom, of joy and confidence. And that's certainly what we can have when we come to God. Wisdom, freedom, joy, and confidence. You should try it. He's waiting to give you more and more. Did you know that it's not only God who celebrates, but heaven with him? In Luke 15, 8-10, Jesus tells a story. Or what woman having ten coins, if she loses one of them, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? When she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I had lost. Just so I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. That is, asks forgiveness for their sins, turns around, and comes home to God. So you see, we can be aware that God is joyful. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and the angels are joyful. Even creation is made to sing. If you have believed lies about God, things like God does not love you or want to give you his love or joy, or that God is old and dreary, then now's the time to change your thinking. The Holy Trinity has deep and lasting love and joy for you. They are with it, and they are for you. So I want to leave you with what I call joy declarations. These are biblical truths meant to renew our minds in the truth from God's Word. It's like telling yourself the truth. Repeating or declaring biblical truths will strengthen and encourage you. The declarations for today are based on Zephaniah 3.17 and will remind you that God celebrates you. He celebrates your yes to follow Him. He celebrates your return when you've walked away or looked away. God celebrates you. Why not memorize Zephaniah 3.17? So here it is again. The Lord your God is in your midst. Almighty Savior. He will exult over you with gladness. He will renew you in his love. He will exult over you with loud singing as on a day of festival. So here are the five declarations based on Zephaniah 3.17. Number one, God is in my midst. That means you're not alone. God is with you. You are never by yourself. He is in your midst. Number two, the Lord God is my mighty Savior in this life and the next. In fact, Colossians 1.13 reminds us, Jesus 
has rescued us from the power of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption and the forgiveness of sins. Number three, the Lord rejoices over me with gladness. The Lord delights in me. You know, the Lord sees the good he created in you. Just receive his gladness. Psalm 139.13 reminds us, For it was you who formed me in my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Number four, the Lord will renew me in his love. Jesus offers you calm, peace, and restoration. You can say no matter what I have been through or suffered, Jesus is renewing me in his love. Psalm 23 reiterates this. The shepherd leads me to still waters and restores my soul. Number five, the Lord exults over me with loud singing, or he sings joyfully because of me. You are being transformed by God's triumphant songs of joy over you. Isaiah 43 says this too. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. Boy, that's triumph. That is the triumphant songs of joy. And so how do you respond? I receive this celebrating joy. And I sing back, Father, I love you. Jesus, I love you. Holy Spirit, I love you. I rejoice in you. And you might even consider singing, I love you, Lord, or Father, I adore you. So I leave you with these five declarations from Zephaniah 3.17. You can go to my website, wrapyourselfinjoy.com, to download any of the joy declarations as bookmarks. Remember, we serve a joy-filled God who wants to share his love and joy with you. In fact, he celebrates and even sings over you. If you've been away from God, ask for the forgiveness Jesus offers and come back. Don't wait. That's the truth about God. Try to add the five-minute more joy prayer to your life. You will be filled with more joy, God's joy, and the joy of Jesus and the joy of the Holy Spirit. You can radiate God's joy and love everywhere you go. In conclusion, I would like to pray with you to receive more joy. So now, take a moment of silence. Put yourself in a prayerful position. All you have to do is receive this prayer. Lord Jesus, you are with us always. Lord God, you celebrate when your children come back to you. You do not resent it. All of heaven is filled with joy when sinners repent and come home. Thank you, Lord, for celebrating each person. You sing over them with love. Please open their ears to hear the song you are singing. Holy Spirit, awaken more joy in each one today. Help them to celebrate what God celebrates and to remind themselves of the truths about God's love. Jesus, open their eyes to see the joys you send every day. We give you thanks and praise forever. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Until next week, this is Karen Dwyer reminding you to wrap yourself in joy. 
Thanks for joining me today. Please visit me on my website, wrapyourselfinjoy.com, where you can learn more about my books, download free bookmarks, and connect with me. Please follow me on your favorite podcast app and invite a friend to join you too. You can download the show notes from today at wrapyourselfinjoypodcast.com. Until next week, this is your friend, Karen Dwyer, reminding you to wrap yourself in joy. <music>